Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will be in the description. So the PlayStation Showcase just happened a little while back. I mean, I'm recording it later in the day, but it's been a while, but it happened a little while back. And I want to just kind of jump in. Don't really have a lot of notes with me. I just want to kind of jump in. I, I'm just going to bring up the reveals. Uh, so that at least I have like a reference because I myself am probably going to forget uh, a few things that happened. Uh, but just overall impressions was, it was, it was okay. It was good. Um, I don't, I, I, I didn't feel the, because the way it was hyped up to that point, not only, Sony didn't do much. Sony just kind of said they're going to be talking about the future and stuff like that. That's fine. The way it was hyped by other people in the industry, in the know, Especially, these are the same people that obviously have a lot of insiders, have a lot of information, and they were kind of bringing up that, hey, yeah, you should be excited. It's like everything you want, you should be excited. So I was expecting a lot more than what I got. So weirdly enough, this was one of those times where influencers and other people kind of pushed our expectations a little bit too much versus Sony themselves doing it. So overall, like I feel like this is definitely like an 8 out of 10 in most cases, but in my eye, for whatever whatever reason right now, because of the way it was built up, it's like a 6 or a 7, which is still not bad. Um, I still think it's the best showcase or like the best event we've had from a gaming company this entire year. So if you compare Nintendo, then they're direct around E3 time. If you compare this to Microsoft, definitely. Sony definitely still, like, they're way better. Just I'm going to be talking about, obviously, the stuff that came out and, and some of my favorite ones out of all of that and obviously like the missed opportunities in my opinion at least so i mean the showcase starts up jim ryan just kind of does like a little talk which is kind of weird because i don't i feel like i haven't really seen him talk like ever but like he does like a little talk and then the first announcement is something that a lot of people have been predicting which is the star wars knights of the old republic remake uh, which is fine i was like okay yeah, that makes sense but the interesting thing was that it's actually a PlayStation console exclusive. And I don't know if it's timed. I don't know what the whole thing it is because it just says it will launch as a console exclusive. It doesn't like like, like it doesn't say anything past that point. There might be like a, a like a, a console exclusive like with window in there. Who knows? But like the PlayStation logo popped up before. So I was like, okay, the PlayStation logo popped up, so it has to be a first party game. But then when all this came up, I'm like, wait, that makes no sense. And I guess like that was the reasoning behind it. It's basically it's coming out on PC. And PlayStation, so pretty big, big deal. It's a remake. It's for Nice of the Old Republic that I never played. I was too young when the game came out, so I never like really got into it. But I know that people who played it like love that game, and always even now people always kind of think about or bring it up that this is like one of the best Bioware games ever, and that everyone should play it. Although like after my experience with Psychonauts One, I don't think that you know people should always follow that. Like even people say that no, it still holds up. Like uh, maybe it might not really hold up for everyone, but. I'm excited that they're making a remake because Bioware has not been doing their Bioware thing for a while. So I'm kind of excited to kind of jump into something Bioware-like or made by another company. But I'm pretty excited. And yeah, it's Star Wars, right? So why, would it, why wouldn't that be fun? I think the next couple ones, I don't want to jump into the big ones immediately. But um, I think the next one, there was, there was an, a game called Project Eve, which is just like a, 
looks like a tip i don't even know if capcom is making it i don't think capcom is making it. i think it's some other game but it looks like a typical like capcom hack and slash game like it or like square enix hack and slash it just looks like it basically looks like devil may cry 5 but not like it's like another it's obviously a, a different game different setting everything like that but yeah it looked cool like it looked interesting it looked fun there wasn't really a lot of information revealed about it in terms of when it's going to come out and all that but yeah i was like okay cool like a new game which is awesome like i always prefer seeing completely new games versus you know not new games versus just sequels all the time um then they had like you know 2k pop-up i thought it was gonna be bioshock 4 i won't lie but it was tiny tina's wonderland and like a release date for that which is next year next year in march again that year that time is just filling up like way too much but next year in march like looks good i mean if you're if you're a gear gearbox fan and you're a, a borderland 3 fan or borderland fan in general like yeah this will be up your alley this will be fun like they, i'm not really i'm not really like that interested in it but i'm like yeah you know what fine like if it comes out it'll be cool like I, I'm, I'm down to check it out um i think the, the next one which, which was pretty exciting was forespoken um they showed like a trailer for this like way back and the game looked amazing and they showed it off again here and it looked, looked cool like the gameplay looks really fun and it's coming out spring 2022 so again like 20 and this is supposed to be a console exclusive again i don't know if that's like a final fantasy 7 remake kind of a thing if it's like fully exclusive forever i don't know but either way another exclusive which is just ridiculous the next one i think that this is something that people were kind of expecting which was uncharted uncharted 4 and um the lost legacy both of them are getting a remastered version for ps5 and they're also coming out on pc i find it weird that they're not releasing uncharted nathan drake's collection on pc first and then this just because like you kind of need to play the first three to kind of understand what's happening with uncharted 4 even though you don't need to but it's ideally you should so I just found that interesting that like they're doing this, but maybe, maybe because they didn't really announce the release date or like release time or anything like that. So maybe they're saying it's coming, but then they'll be like, oh, by the way, Uncharted, you know, Nathan Drake collection is also coming out like before that or something like that. So again, it was cool. We saw more Rainbow Six Extraction, which I've seen too much at this point. Cool. Uh, we saw again, we saw Deathloop again, which again is coming out soon. Why are you showing this thing to us again? Like whatever. Uh, we saw Alway Remastered, which... I was a little bit let down by it because I, I, I'm interested in the remastered, but it doesn't really look like a lot was done. Like, I'm sure there was a lot done, like, you know, when you're like, I'm not a developer, so I don't know. But like, I was expecting more, I guess. I just, I, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, almost like, not like a remake, but like close to it. It's going to be like, you know, some new engine or anything like that. But I don't know. It just, it, it, I was like, okay, cool. It's just a, it, it's just a remaster. And yeah, it's coming up pretty soon. It's coming out in October. So anyone that hasn't played Alan Wake, definitely worth checking it out. It is a pretty interesting game, especially if you enjoy games like Control uh, by Remedy. Um, of course, Grand Theft Auto V, for whatever reason, they had to show again. And like, I, I don't know, I just don't, I just don't care about like this. I know a lot of people probably do, but like they, the whole enhanced edition, like if they're going to ask like some, ask like uh, add some single player DLC or, you know, something like that, I get it, but they're not adding anything to it. It's just, it's just the same thing. It's just remastered for like the 18th time. And not even that, it's not even coming out this year, it's coming out in March next year. So it's like, okay, like, you can, you don't need to show it. But I guess Sony wanting to just kind of, you know, get some, um, get some GTA 5 in there, because it is, it is a very popular game, even now. Uh, the one cool game that I actually saw, this was something that was kind of surprised me, was a game called Ticha or Cha, T-C-H-I-A. And it just looks really cool. It gives me like this Animal Crossing vibe mixed with a story, like, 
mixed with this game called Wild, which was supposed to come out like way back, or was being worked on for PlayStation a while back, where it's like you're kind of you're you're kind of turning into animals, you're turning out of animals, you're doing like these things, you're like kind of world building almost, and it looked really cool, had a cool style. So I was kind of I'm kind of surprised by how taken I was by this game. So I'm kind of interested in that, and had a you know nice soundtrack, soothing soundtrack. So I'm I'm excited to see you know how that one goes and everything like that. Uh, they showed Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks cool, looks interesting. It, it's just not like, especially from the makers of, you know, the Evil Within and stuff like that. I just, from Tango Gameworks, I just expected this game to be more like Resident Evil. But it's a, I, I, I appreciate that they take have they have their own take, right? That's understandable. But like, again, another console exclusive. It looks cool. There was no release date, which is worrying, which means that, yeah, it might be 2022 or maybe not, you know, who knows? They showed Guardians of the Galaxy again, which again, like if a game's coming out soon, it's like like just don't don't show it to me. Like I'm fine, you know. Like it's I don't know. That's just my opinion, maybe. But I'm like okay, it's literally you know gonna come out soon. Just we we know we know already. But like fine, Guardians of the Galaxy looks good. I'm pretty excited for that because I I really like Idols Montreal. I feel like they're very um you know I wouldn't say they're like underestimated or they're like the underdogs or anything like that because they are a good team they made Deus Ex and stuff like that but I feel like in the eyes of Square Enix and you know people who play games like Tomb Raider and, and like you know the other Square Enix like companies or whatever studios I was in Montreal for whatever reason is just not like at the same tier but I'm, I'm hoping that people see that no they have like some amazing talent there with this game because it does look good um then there's like Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt like that free-to-play game because Vampire the Masquerade, like, since that main game isn't coming out, they're just making, like, all kinds of, like, spin-offs and everything like that. So it's a free-to-play game. It's coming out on PS5. Again, like, cool free-to-play game. Like, I don't, I don't really need to see it on a showcase, but uh, that's cool. Uh, really cool thing that I, like, I, I was, I'm pretty interest, interested in this, and it's supposed to come out in November. Is some, like, Radiohead and Epic Games collaboration. It's called Kid Amnesia Exhibition. And... Like, yeah, it looks cool. The music was really interesting. I mean, it's Radiohead. So I was like, okay, what is this? Like, there was like, they didn't give us a lot of information, but like, I'm I'm pretty excited to see what this is. If it's not a game and it's more of just like a, you know, you just watch stuff. Like, I don't know. I'll be a little bit disappointed, but like, let's let's see, you know, who knows? They put on a showcase. So, all right. So obviously I went through all that. So now we'll kind of get to the to the big stuff, right? What the big stuff, of course, I mean, I've already kind of talked about the PlayStation exclusive stuff. What the big stuff was the, the Gran Turismo 7, uh, the release date was finally revealed. It was actually revealed after the, the, the event. And it's, again, it's coming out in March next year. So like I said, Feb, March, that time is just is just packed. Like just so much stuff coming out. Um, I, I, I get it, but like, you know, this is what happens when you delay everything to like the same year. Um, but like, yeah, like Gran Turismo 7, I'm sure like there's gonna be a lot of people that are excited for this game. Um, I'm not one of them. I, I'm if I play a racing game, it'll be something like Ridge Racer or like Forza Horizon Five when it comes out. I just don't. I just can get into like the the proper simulation racing. I'm just not into it. That's just not my thing, right? So, um, I I prefer the arcade racers. But like, yeah, like it has a March release date. I know a lot of people are excited for it. Um, I would I would only pick it up just to see how it runs on the PS Five and like you know how it takes advantage of the PS Five. But overall, otherwise, I would be not be checking that out. But of course, this 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 next one, this is probably the biggest one in my opinion. Like I was, like there were two things obviously, but I'm gonna talk about the, this first big one. Okay, so I we saw we see Marvel, we see Insomnia games. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be something you know 
um, Spider-Man related or whatever, but it's not. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? And obviously they, they we just see pan in into a, a bar. A lot of people beat up and everything like that. There's like this one guy standing up and then one guy sitting at the bar with a hat. You can kind of see like the bushy hair automatically. I knew, I knew, I'm like, oh, it's Wolverine. I'm like, is it like an X-Men game with the Wolverine? And of course, like, they kind of zoom into his hands as the guy approaches him and like, you know, the blades pop out and that's it. Wolverine being made by Insomniac Games. Again, a PlayStation exclusive. And I was like, what, how is this happening? Like, how, what is Sony doing? Like, as I said, I just got goosebumps. I just described that to you because it was, for me, it wasn't just about the game itself and the fact that like, you know, there's a Wolverine game finally because Wolverine like Spider-Man is like one of the most popular Marvel characters like of all time. So it makes sense. But for me, it's just how did Sony get this? Like I get that Spider-Man was really popular, but I feel like Marvel would be like, no, like fine, you're doing Spider-Man and that's your thing. And there's like a weird deal with Sony kind of owning Spider-Man and and Marvel kind of owning Spider-Man and all that. But this is like, they could have said that, no, you know what, for Wolverine or any other game, you need to release it. It can't be exclusive, right? So we're going to give it to someone else because Sony's not going to be like, yeah, yeah, Insomniac Games is going to make that game and it's going to be, it's not going to be exclusive. They're not going to do that. So the fact that they were somehow, somehow able to see, tell them that, hey, look, look at how popular Spider-Man is because of it being an exclusive, because of, and look at how much love Insomniac Games gave Spider-Man, you know, like look at the, look at how much people love this game. And, you know, to get Marvel to say, okay, fine, here's another property. Here's another one. And that, for me, the first thing was, this just opens up so many doors because now there's a possibility that Sony can somehow grab Iron Man. Sony can somehow grab the Hulk. Sony can just start grabbing so many of these things just because of Insomniac Games and how amazing, like how how, like how well they did with Spider-Man and how much love they showed to that IP. And Marvel saw that. Marvel saw that. The, the games division saw that. And they said that, yeah, like, we'll we'll still keep doing our thing of branching it out to other companies. But Insomniac Games has something. Insomniac Games has something where our top tier, like, comic book, you know, superheroes, if you want, like, an individual games on them, we're coming to Insomniac Games. And that's kind of the door that I feel like has opened with this. And depending on how it does and everything like that, again, no release date. So who knows? This might be, like, five years away. I don't know. But... I'm so excited for this. And like, that was like, I think this was like, for me, the biggest thing was just like, oh my God. Like I, in my brain, I kept thinking, I'm like the fact that Sony got Spider-Man means that Xbox is fighting for something. Xbox is saying, hey, give us Wolverine, give us X-Men, give us Iron Man, give us something because you gave Sony Spider-Man. But with this, I'm like Marvel Games is saying that, you know, like if you want us to give you a property, you need to show, you need to like give us a developer on your end that can handle that property well. It's not just like handing it out to people left and right. So I'm, I'm so excited about that. So I'm, I'm like really excited about this. But I mean, of course, if Tom Games just, they just don't stop, right? The other thing, of other thing, of course, was they showed, you know, we see Peter Parker, we see Miles Morales in their suits, and then we obviously hear Venom's voice in this whole like you know cutscene thing that was playing. And again, it's, you know, we get a tile screen Spider-Man 2, 2023. That was not, not that was not like um, surprising at all. I remember I kind of predicted that. I feel like actually I predicted it being 2022 because we were assuming God of War Horizon will all come this year. So I was like, okay, yeah, 2022 makes sense. But like considering how everything got delayed by a year, 2023 perfectly makes sense with Spider-Man 2. That's going to be really, really, really exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And who knows, we, we might get a stopgap kind of a thing like Miles Morales, um, end of next year, mid of next year, who knows, right? 
and top rate games are just they're just magicians there so and they I mean they released Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank so who knows what will happen but I'm pretty excited like Insomniac Games is just Insomniac Games is just like taking away Naughty Dog I mean Naughty Dog is still I feel like uh, the top developer there in a sense but Insomniac Games is just on par uh, or if if not just inching a bit forward uh, than Naughty Dog you know in terms of their output and the types of games that they're able to release and the, the like you know the types of experience they give us so I'm excited for that. And of course, the big one, the thing that everyone wanted, God of War Ragnarok. So that's what it's actually called, not God of War 2, anything like that. Um, the first big thing was that Corey Barlow, he's not working on the game. I think he's still involved. I hope he's writing the game or he's still involved in, in like the writing aspect of it. But um, he's obviously still a company or anything like that. He's kind of working on his own thing that he would not reveal. Like they had like a whole interview with him and he's like, he's like, he's not ready to reveal it yet, but it seems like, you know, he's working on his own thing, which is amazing because I feel like whatever that thing is, is going to be amazing. It's going to get 10 out of 10s for sure. Um, I'm just obviously like, you know, coming from God of War, Corey like, and his team did just a good job of like handling that property and everything like that, that I'm just like, okay, it's going to Ragnarok. You know, it's, it, the game looked amazing. They showed a bit of gameplay, which was awesome. I mean, it looked like more God of War, but just prettier, looked nicer. Um, you could see like the, when it was playing, I could tell this game was meant to come out this year. You could tell this was a game that had a three-year um, development cycle because it had it looked nicer. It had like obviously it'll probably have new enemies, new things here and there, but overall the gameplay looked the same. It was almost like it was kind of very similar to um, like Miles Morales uh, with with Spider Man. Like right, you know, like when you play that game, you're like, okay, yeah, like it looks cool, but you're like you can see that it was just taking the same elements, just adding to it, and that's it, making it look nicer. That's kind of what it felt like with this one. I personally don't have an issue with that. I mean, I thought it looked amazing. Um, and obviously, you know, like the way the game is, and we, we need to remember this game is coming out on PS4 and PS5. So there is going to be a limitation. Same with Horizon Forbidden West. Like there will be a limitation for both of these games because they will look prettier, but they won't, you know, be able to fully take advantage of the PS5, which is fine. But God of Ragnarok looked good. We kind of got a more more of a glimpse on um, on Thor and everything like that. Um, and like, yeah, like it just, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for it. I'm really excited to see where they take this, what they do, what they do with the story, because I mean, God of War 1, the story was just amazing, especially the ending. So I'm just so excited for Ragnarok. I do hope, like I said, I hope that, because it, it could be almost like at the passing of the torch that we saw with David Jaffe and Corey um, with God of War, the, the original God of War, or like God of War 1 and 2, like the of the old school one. And with 1 being the one that David Jaffe worked on, and then 2 was Corey and his thing, and, you know, kind of passing it on. So I'm hoping that, and you know, we look at Corey now, right? Like that was like, that, I'm sure people said that hey, David Jaffe is passing this on Corey. Like, is this like good or not or whatever? But like, you know, look at look at him now and like, the type of director he's become and type of creative he's become. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I'm completely blanking on the person who is taking in charge. I'll definitely like research on that. But I'm pretty excited to see what happens with this game. And, and they, the main worry that I had was that there was no release date. And for me, that's telling, especially because they did announce the release date for Gran Turismo, that's telling me that they are unsure if it will even hit 2022. It is very possible that God of War might actually dip into 2023. And I think kind of with Horizon, kind of with everything, they're like, you know what, let's just not even put a release date on it unless we're 100% sure. So that's obviously a little worrying just because you're like, yeah, okay, obviously there might be still some development issues. But obviously, you know, like, look, if you want to take some time and 2023 is going to be another 2018 where we get Spider-Man and God of War in the same year, like, fine. Like, do your thing. But 
I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this game. This is going to be like so fun. Overall, like I said, like I've, I've gone through all of these things and I, I know initially I told you I was okay with it. I was like, yeah, like it's cool. It's because I expected a few more things, right? I expected maybe something to do with Silent Hill. I expected maybe a, a proper understanding of why Abandon is a thing. Or I expected Mel Gear Solid Remake with Bluepoint. I expected anything, you know, Bluepoint related. Like they didn't do anything. I maybe I was hoping that maybe From Software will come in and say, we're not working on Bloodborne 2, but here's another, you know, proper exclusive. Maybe they're holding it off until Elden Ring is done and it's out. But I was, you know, just... There were so many things that could have happened and the way the hype was built for this one that I was really hoping for. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. But look, overall, still a good showcase. Like I said, better in my opinion, better than anything else we've seen this year. And it really does solidify why people love, you know, PlayStation and why PlayStation is just sell out and why um, Xbox is doing a good job. Like, like I said, I love my Series X and everything like that. They're doing a good job but are still finding it hard to fully get to the same level as PlayStation. You can kind of argue with me all day about Xbox is doing their own thing. That's that's perfectly fine. I'm talking about just sales in terms of if someone sees, if someone is a gamer or interested in gaming and they see a PlayStation 5 and they see an Xbox Series X, which console will they like go towards? And like this, this sort of showcases why it shows why people are kind of gearing or they're trying to, trying to get a PS5, doing their best to get a PS5 uh, in this market. So I'm really excited to see what they do. And this actually goes into my next topic because this is kind of like based on what we saw with Wolverine, I was not thinking about this. I'm like, okay, look, it seems that Sony has some a, 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 a good relationship with Marvel at this point. They have something going, uh, be it because of their movie deals and everything like that. Maybe that's transferring over onto the gaming side. But it seems like they have like a good good relationship that you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't know if Marvel, if uh, Microsoft will be able to penetrate that and, and find a way to get a couple of characters or something like that, that they can work on. But I'm, I keep thinking that there was all these rumors about Warner Brothers wanting to sell off their gaming division and all that stuff. So, and I don't know about the properties, that's the thing. I don't know about the properties themselves, if it's just the gaming divisions and they keep the properties or if it's the properties and the gaming division. But I'm like, why doesn't Microsoft make a play for, even if it's not buying Warner Brothers, the gaming side, if they just go to Warner Brothers and say, look, Sony has Marvel, right? Sony's doing a great job. Look at how much money that they're making. Rather than releasing your game on Sony's platform, why don't you let us work with it? Why don't you make it exclusive here? We'll pay you some amount, whatever, because Microsoft has all kinds of money in the world. We'll pay you all this amount of money. And then you'll see how well this game does being on our platform, right? Like, obviously, one thing I see the issue being is, of course, you know, Microsoft has to release games on, on Game Pass if it's an exclusive. So I can see why not all, you know, a second party or or any of those kind of deals might kind of have some issues. They, they might be like, okay, then give us like a billion dollars or something. And then Microsoft will be like, okay, like, we'll give you money, but we're not going to give you a billion. And then they might be like, but look at, you know, Spider-Man. Spider-Man sold like two, 20 million copies or, or if not more or whatever. So like, you know, like, where's our billion dollars or something like that? So... You know, I'm I'm just like I can see, like I can see why that might be an issue, but I I do feel that Microsoft need to make a play for DC. Like I feel like that would be such a good way to come back and say, look, you're holding away all uh, Spider Man away from Microsoft uh, and, and Xbox owners. You're holding now holding back uh, Wolverine from Xbox owners. How about this? We're gonna take away Batman. You know, Batman, Spider-Man, Wolverine, like, uh, you know, even Superman, like, they're arguably, like, the biggest superheroes, like, ever, right? Like, everyone loves them and everything like that. 
if Microsoft becomes a place where we get a new Batman game, not the Gotham Knight, not the Suicide Squad one, but like a single player, you know, rock steady kind of ish Batman game. And like we maybe we might get a Superman game somehow. We maybe we might get a Green Lantern game. But if D, if DC starts becoming like a Microsoft thing with those games, like it's not like I said, Marvel is still doing uh, multi platform stuff. Like we're seeing with Four Axis and their I've got the name of the game, but the the one with the something Suns or whatever. But it's like basically like a XCOM but for Marvel games and whatever. And like so, Marvel is still like doing stuff like that. It's not like they're like nope, sorry, this is only on this console specifically. I can see DC being like, okay, look, we'll still do Gotham Knights, we'll still do Suicide Squad, but okay, fine. Here's Batman, make a good game or something like that, and you know it can be Xbox exclusive. And I can see that being such a big hit to Sony because, you know, Spider-Man is pretty big, but even before Spider-Man kind of became like super huge, actually, no, Spider-Man came out before Batman Begins, I believe. So actually, no, I'll, I'll take that back because Batman, technically Batman was the original, you know, superhero movie that made a lot of money. So like, you know, if you go back all the way to Tim Burton's Batman and, you know, Batman Returns, you know, Val Kimmer's Batman and all that stuff, like Batman was like the original superhero movie that would make a lot of money. And then obviously we got Spider-Man after that. So Batman has that pedigree of like, of like, yeah, like Spider-Man is popular, X-Men is popular and Wolverine specifically. But Batman is the thing. Batman is like the thing that started this whole trend of superhero movies making a billion dollars. Like, let's not forget, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. These are the movies that made a billion dollars before Iron Man came out. And when Iron Man came out, it's not like it made a billion. Like, it's not like it made like that much money. It made obviously a lot of money, which is why the, the whole series continued. But Batman was like the one that started all this. So getting Batman on your side on on your platform and only for for your uh, platform owners oh my god like i i can see xbox series s s's flying off the shelf because xbox series s's are a lot easier to find at least in canada where i am and i can see people just jumping on on that and just getting that just for this game because they're like you know what i have a ps5 i want to get wolverine i want to get spider-man but i need that series s so i can play the new batman game because i need to play the batman game because it's being made by I don't know, Rocksteady, maybe being made by initiative. Who cares? But like, that would be such a huge get. That's my my thought process. That's just what I'm hoping because I like this competition. I like um, Microsoft and Sony going head to head with these things because that's, that's kind of what allows both of these sides to innovate. That's kind of what causes Sony to push for Wolverine. Sony, that's what kind of pushes Sony to try to get, you know, a new Spider-Man 2 made by 2023 or God of War Ragnarok come out next year. You know, like it's, I, I just like them pushing each other because then they turn up one another and this could be, this could be really good for us in the end, the gamers, right? Because we'll get some amazing games and hopefully some consumer friendly uh, choices from these platform holders as well. So I'll quickly just go into some of the games that I have been playing. Uh, mainly two games. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. I finished the game. I platinum the game. Great game. Definitely my favorite game of the year so far. Really enjoyed it. I think uh, Ratchet and Clank and then Ratchet and Clank and Hitman 3. I feel like Hitman 3 might edge it a little bit because I do. I just really enjoyed Hitman 3. It was just, I just spent way too much too much time in Hitman 3. Whereas Ratchet and Clank, I was done after 12 hours or so. Like that's like literally my time after platinum the game. Like around 12 to 13 hours and you'll be done platinum the game. So uh, so that, it doesn't take away from the game not being like, you know, not being good or anything like that. The game is still amazing. But Hitman 3, I spent like 40, 50 hours just because of that world. The world has so much to do, so much to see. And I didn't even plan the game, right? Like I was just like exploring and doing all the um, different takedowns or different uh, different kills or different assassinations. 
So both of those are kind of like edging each other out right now. And of course, you know, Moth and Arise, It Takes Two are there. And then of course, I've been playing Psychonauts 2, which is definitely getting up there. It's like in my top five right now. And I haven't played the game. So by the time I play the game, I ha- I don't know. It's very possible that Psychonauts 2 might beat Ratchet and Clank, uh, might beat, um, uh, you know, Hitman 3 as well. Like we do have a bunch of other games coming out this year. We have Deathloop coming out next week, which I'm interested in checking out. We have Life is Strange coming out tomorrow. We have, um, I think, Tales of Rise, which got really good reviews as well. A Returnal, I still haven't finished. We have like, you know, obviously Guards of the Galaxy, Far Cry 6, Halo Infinite. Like there's a bunch of games coming out still this year so um i don't want to like just lock it down right now but it's going to be hard to like top these because halo infinite the campaigns i'm sure it's going to be great but i just don't see it being as amazing as halo 3 or like around that time at the same time like i just don't see you know even Guardians of the galaxy i'm sure will be great but like i just don't see it just taking over some of some of the stuff that i've played so far um death loop is the only one that i can think or even kina actually i, I can these are the two i can i i'm thinking in my brain that okay these games could just surprise me, kind of like Psychonauts 2, where Deadloop, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, I, I like, I'm, I'm a big Dishonored fan. I played Dishonored 1 and 2, and that's from The Outsider, but this whole roguelike thing, like, I'm really confused. I, I, I played Hades, but uh, I, w- I was already not a big fan of Returnal with their price point. So Deadloop, like, it, it is, it's just, it's just a lot of, like, lingering questions. So because of that, I'm just, like, waiting for the reviews, and, of course, like, the reviews are taking forever to come out. But... That could definitely be a game that surprises me. And of course, Kenna, that, that is another game that I'm, I'm pretty excited for. It looks so good. It just reminds me of Beyond Good and Evil. And, and like, it lo- like, it looks amazing. It's a, again, PlayStation, these are both like PlayStation exclusive games, even though if like Deathloop is exclusive for like a year. But both of these are only on PlayStation right now. So, you know, it's interesting. Like, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm like really kind of rooting for Psychonauts 2 to do really well because I do want Tim Schafer to just fully take control of like Xbox Game Studios in general. Just be like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm handling things now. I decide what games are being made. I'm going to write everything because Psychonauts 2 is just doing such a good job that like it's, it's honestly it's just going to be a, a head-to-head with Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Hitman 3, and like maybe a couple of these other games that I brought up at the end of the year. So it'll be a really, really fun year. So thank you so much everyone for joining. Really means a lot. Please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. I will see you next time. Thank you. Bye.